Welcome to Troblack TV's weekly podcast where we feature the world's most extreme athletes. This week we're featuring Rostam Gomanov, the Russian bowler who's been taking the world by storm. This last April, Rostam won the World Cup in Kazakhstan, Japan, and most recently captured the long-coveted second ascent of Daniel Wood's mega-hard boulder problem known as Hypnotized Minds V16. Rostam, welcome to our show. Kudos on your ascent of Hypnotized Minds. Yeah, it was nice. It was a good week. I just tried and I did it. It was like amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, incredible. Three days. That was. Uh, are you confirming the grade of V16? Actually, I don't know because I never tried. Um, I tried AC, but I never did AC, and uh, it's mean like I don't know. And I did only a few AB plus. Actually, I never focused for uh, outdoor climbing. Just from this year, I tried to focus. I did some like lead climbing, like action direct, and so on. It's also also not that easy, but it's uh, really different than bouldering. Actually, yeah. we will see later. I, I will try more different boulders during this year, next year, and after I can say something. So, so what's the hardest problem you've done today? Yeah, just AB plus. <laughs> oh, so hypnotized minds uh, really kind of yeah, set yeah. the bar. Yeah, nice. Yeah, just like like kind of next level for me. <laughs> right on, man. It's uh, it's been major news here in the United States because uh, Daniel Wood said that back in 2010 and hasn't seen a repeat until you. Um, actually, uh, when I made it right Thursday, uh, weather was not that nice. It was really hot, and uh, but I still did pretty good moves. Like I did almost almost, but second day was better. And so day I tried in the night because uh, it's getting colder and so on. It's, like, much easier when it's cold than uh, when it's warm. <laughs> yeah, no, a lot of people are doing that. Um, a couple of buddies of mine, um, they do all their hardest sends with headlamps like that. Um, well, you weren't wearing a headlamp. You just had a lot of lights, it looks like. How, how, did, you light up, how did you light up the rock? Yeah, because it was a lot of uh, climbers around, like more than 10 climbers, and... Enough crash pads, about, uh, probably 10 crash pads for me. And, uh, we like to prepare, we had some lights, and also Italian climbers had some lights. Yeah, it was much easier with lights. <laughs> right on. What do you think was the key to your success? Do you, do you think it had anything to do with coming off the World Cup at Vail? Um, Actually, uh, I'm really focusing uh, focused for World Cup in Wales, and I uh, was in a good shape. But uh, style of uh, final wasn't really for me. It was all pretty far and long moves, but uh, I was in a really good shape. And uh, just after I am relaxed, and uh, I spent one week on uh, rocks. I uh, I prepared for prepared for uh, Jade. I tried for flash, but uh, I felt uh, because it was really, really cold weather and uh, windy and also kind of snow, and uh, my fingers was freezing. And after uh, one try, I had black spot on my fingers because I tried really, really hard. It's like kind of bl- blood under my skin, and uh, and my end of my fingers is like lost the feeling, and I didn't just stop climbing. And Ouch. after that, I tried uh, hypnotized mind. It's like it's it's getting much easier. 
much easier. <laughs> yeah, because like uh, I don't like cold weather. I'm really skinny. I I can survive. <laughs> well, you know, even though you didn't podium and fail, um, back in April you won the World Cup in Japan. Um, kudos on that. That was uh, pretty impressive as well. I, I watched all the the um, the finals and I was going, "Wow, dude, you you really crushed." It was amazing. <laughs> Actually, it was a very interesting uh, history about it. Uh, uh, previous World Cup was seven or six or seven years ago, also the same place in Kazo in Japan. And uh, in that time, I was really, really in good shape, uh, like best climber. But uh, I finished my competition in the second place. I was really angry because I was stronger than other climbers. Um, and just in this year, I come back. To Japan and uh, really like fight till till the end yeah. and uh, I spent all my muscles like uh, all my power and just do it and uh, I don't know it's like uh, like magic. Yeah, no, it was like magic, especially that last problem. That was pretty impressive, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just crush it. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, you know, it's like. Um, Different feeling when you're really focusing for competition. It, it happens usually one in a year, sometimes twice in a year. Uh, you prepare really good, your like mental part really good, uh, and uh, your mind changes, uh, especially for this competition. And sometimes just for moves, sometimes only for some boulders, and uh, uh, you feel uh, like uh, time running slower, and uh, you have more power more time for reaction and so on. It's like really different uh, feeling than for like a normal competition during the year. Just once or twice in a year it happens with me. <laughs> Interesting. So one of the things I noticed besides you being insanely strong was how flexible you were. Um, you just were able to like do these incredible high steps like almost at your chest level. Have you always been that flexible or is this something you worked on? Uh, no, uh, from 2009, I just uh, started uh, stretching because uh, before I was not really stretch enough. And uh, uh, actually, it was in a World Cup in a whale. I uh, fell from the top of last boulder on uh, my neck, and uh, something happens in my back. I don't know exactly. It's like. Uh, uh, actually, I, <laughs> I can't explain it. It's like kind of not dislocation, but it was some kind of in, in my back. And after that, I started stretching uh, like yoga and uh, other exercises because I understood it's really important for climbing, especially uh, for bouldering because it's uh, dangerous, uh, more dangerous than like lead climbing. And uh, because like you have no rope and so on, you have to jump somewhere. And uh, sometimes you felt like really hardly on the back and turn around. And after that, like during the last seven years, I'm stretch every day, usually twice in the day, morning and evening, and uh, I like it. How often do you do yoga? Uh, uh, like I have different um, thinking about yoga. Yoga, it's only exercises, like stretching exercises for me. But uh, other people like who live in India, for them, yoga it's like mental part. 
But mm-hmm. for climbing, it's a really important stretching. It's like yoga stretching and yoga also mental part training, like relaxing and thinking about climbing um, and so on. Yeah, I was going to ask you that about your mindset. When you're getting ready to compete, how do you get yourself in the proper mindset? Do you meditate? Um, no, it's, it's pretty simple. I think I started climbing from 2005 uh, on the uh, like serious World Cups, and uh, I have really good experience during these uh, years, like more than 12 years. And I think uh, it's getting more simple and simple for me. It's much more important to love what you do, and like if you do climbing, you have to love it. And uh, I like my sport, and li- I like climbing. I like community. Uh, it's uh, if you understand it, it's getting easier for climbing. Uh, I mm-hmm. never fight with some other climbers. I fight only with uh, problems. Uh, and I know if I do some mistakes, it's only my mistake and not other climbers' mistake. Uh, if you understand it really truly, it's getting much easier for climbing. If you love it, you do it. Especially, uh, you have to do it when you're training, not only for competition. <laughs> if you love it, you have to do it on the, on the training. Yeah, speaking of training, what do you do for your training? Um, uh, I think last two years I training less and less uh, because now I have family and uh, baby. <laughs> now I training only for some uh, special exercises like for climbing, uh, some slopers because it's the uh, weakest part of me. I don't like slopers. I training every day for it, <laughs> and uh, I'm never training for grips seriously because my grips pretty good uh, without training and never. Training for like kind of small pinches. Usually, I train for big pinches, really big, like I call it young hair pinches, and uh, also big slopers. Um, also, I climbed, like uh, do some boulders on the gym, and uh, training with some with other climbers. Usually alone, yeah, nothing special. Just nothing training. special. So you're not and, working on focusing on the campus board or anything like that. Uh, yeah, I have in my garage some uh, small holes and the big holes. Like I do different exercises with weight, sometimes like with, with 50 kilo, but my weight also 51 kilo. <laughs> it's been like the same weight like me. Uh, I, some, I have some uh, uh, heavy stuff like metal, metal stuff, I don't know how you call it. I just do some easy training at morning, some serious training at evening and during the days. Sometimes if I feel I need some more exercises, I do it. Uh, I have no plan for training. I just, I, I know I, I should be ready like in one week and do some exercises. Like when you're training for a competition, how many rest days do you like to have before the event? But uh, also really simple, like uh, usually I train two days, one day rest. Before competition, usually two day rest. Sometimes like three day rest also good. It depends about feeling. Like uh, when I was a beginner, I thought it's more training is better, but now I understand like sometimes better to relax. <laughs> Just If you spend uh, like one week rest before competition, sometimes it's getting better. <laughs> yeah, no, I've noticed the same thing. It's like if I have... You know, if I only have a couple days rest, I'm climbing at probably 75, 80%. But if I have like three to five days, it's just like I'm so antsy that I find myself climbing much harder. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but strong climbers think it's better to train every day and just one day rest before competition. No, it's not true. It's uh, better to relax. Uh, because, like, climbing, it's pretty hard exercises for muscles because, like, small muscles in the fingers, it's really small muscles, and uh, it takes uh, a long time for recovery. Not like legs. For them, it's one day, it's okay, but uh, for fingers, it's better than yeah. more rest. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Did any of this study come from Russia? Uh, what, what do you mean? Because um, you're, you're from Russia, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, originally I'm from Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan. Uh, I just studied in uh, Russia, in Moscow, but I have a Russian passport right now. Yeah, no, because I have a, a number of friends that are from Russia, and uh, I know that training is really big there. And I was just curious if any of the training exercises um, came from yeah, your experience. Yeah, uh, yes, exactly. You mean about uh, Dmitry Chef, you know, yeah, he really like uh, exercises like pull-ups. I never do, uh, like, pull-ups uh last four years. I think maybe <laughs> three, four years. I did only uh, just for checking, like, one-arm pull-ups, just after training, I checked my uh, performance. Two pull-ups, okay, three is better. Before competition, it's usually five pull-ups. But I never training for uh, one round pull-ups. It's not that necessary. It's much more important uh, to have uh, good fingers, like strong fingers, than uh, biceps. <laughs> no, no, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think the pull-up routine was kind of old school, and now everyone's realizing, now it's the fingers. And one, one more really important thing that's really dangerous for elbow. If you do a lot of pull-ups for some climbers, really, really healthy climbers, it's okay. But uh, anyway, after like 10 years training, it will be worse and worse with elbows. Uh, I think much easier to skip that exercises and uh, only climbing and uh, some static exercises like no moving. Just if you hold some weight, like 25 kilo, just uh, keep this position in the static and that's it. And also good for fingers. Interesting. Uh, do you have a particular diet? Uh, I, I was vegetarian during the long time, but now I live like with my wife and baby. And for me, much easier to eat some meat, but uh, I'm still uh, kind of vegetarian. But I, I can eat some meat if I want, really. <laughs> when you're competing and you're having a problem with, you know, like you get on a climb, and you got four minutes, correct? And you have you getting shut down how do you deal with those negative thoughts um actually uh, i have really big experience uh, more than yeah, 85 world cups during my life and uh i know how to deal with it for me it's like competition it's not not that uh, it's not like for beginners for me, it's like a uh, normal atmosphere, like my home. And uh, for me, crowd, it's also like my friends and uh, other people. I love them. Uh, I have no stress. It's really important for me. And um, usually, I, when, when I like do some like one try and uh, I can climb these problems, I just sit down and uh, think about climbing, about crowd. I'm happy, I'm here, and uh, like if it happens in the final, it's better, of course. And just uh, I'm like an actor. If I can climb, I do some uh, funny stuff, and uh, because all people around, like all crowds, 
uh, come especially for uh, for climbers to see how how they climb, and uh, I should show something. <laughs> nice. Do you see yourself competing in the Olympics? Yeah, probably. Of course, I will compete at least five years more, and uh, I still really healthy and uh, pretty young. <laughs> not, yeah, not you're, like you're only twenty eight, right? Yeah, twenty eight. And now I have a baby and family, and I uh, I can climb more and more. It's uh, more motivation for me. Like uh, from beginning of this year, uh, I had a really good um, motivation because now I have a baby. <laughs> yeah. No. Congratulations. Um, boy or girl? Yeah, it's girl. A girl. What's her name? Yeah, the, uh, her name Avara. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, you've been sponsored by Red Bull for a while. How's that going? Yeah, it's a really long time. Like, uh, I understood it. Like, uh, in this year, it's more than uh, eight years I'm in a team, in the Red Bull team. That's a lot. <laughs> no, it is a lot. Yeah, and also I'm looking for, like, new sponsors. I, uh, because uh, it's, uh, if I have more sponsors, uh, it means I, I will have more results. Like, I have more money for traveling, more support. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very important for all climbers. Oh, I, if you I want to do something more. serious, you need more more sponsors. Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself crossing over to sport climbing? Um, yeah, probably. I don't know exactly. We'll see. In the future, now I'm like really serious uh, sport climber, but after I'm uh, looking for outdoor climbing and uh, maybe alpine climbing and so on. Mm-hmm. Actually, I like uh, nature, I like uh, climbing outdoor, but now I'm really focusing for sport climbing because it's, uh, I'm, I like it. It's like special atmosphere. Uh, some other climbers try to fight with you, you have to deal with it and uh, like, have to prepare for a different kind of style of climbing, like jumps, and I, I really like it. But outdoor, it's really different. When you're ready, you can do it. Uh, but on competition, you have only like a few minutes, and you should do it only in a few minutes. I could really see you doing really well at the sport climbing because you're so incredibly strong that many of the top boulders ended up becoming some of the top sport climbers. I was just wondering if that was going to be something, you know, where you're going to transcend to. Um, yeah, exactly. But um, like sport climbing for me, uh, never, never boring, uh, because I, I I like to feel myself like really really strong, like muscles and mental. Uh, I like this feeling. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, you're living in the Netherlands now, Amsterdam, correct? Yeah, exactly. Right now I'm in the Netherlands, and uh, yeah, we chose this country. It's super flat country. I know, like, usually it's second question for me why you live in the Netherlands, because it's flat country. Um, yeah, exactly. It's, uh, yeah, it's flat country, but it's really nice for traveling. We have few airports around, like Amsterdam, Düsseldorf, Köln, and uh, also Brussels. It's, uh, if you have like for airports around you can travel it's much easier and cheaper interesting and finally what words of inspiration would you like to share with a triple black community yeah, uh, yeah of course I have a few kind of rules uh, for us it's really important to go for climbing like for for training um, you should be happy before training it's really important 
like should be happy and uh, during the training like feel this uh good feeling in your body in your muscles and uh, like uh, and understand if you do something it's mean for uh, tomorrow or after tomorrow you're getting more stronger and stronger at the like kind of first first rule and second rule if you um, have some mistake or like bad results on the competition it's like never think about it serious because uh, our life like a kind of game uh all the other different people do different stuff like someone work someone do climbing but it's not that serious it's just uh if you compare with our i don't know our space or uh our earth it's like nothing it's really small things you should just relax and do it and uh love it <laughs> well Rossum, i i can't thank you enough uh you truly have been an inspiration to all of our listeners and I wish you the best of luck with all your upcoming competitions yeah thank you very much take yeah. care bye bye now bye <laughs> that was a great conversation here's a takeaway for you if you want to climb harder you need to get stronger I think we all can agree on that don't you which means you gotta train and if you're going to train, you got to take it seriously. you got to go all in. Get yourself in a happy space and focus all your attention on weighted and unweighted hangs on your favorite fingerboard with at least two or three days rest before your next competition or big send. Until next week, my friends, this is Dan Goodwin with Tro Black TV, your entertainment source for extreme sports.